Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Delighted that you are there. Delighted uh, to have uh, the opportunity to be here. And again, as I said in our first hour, I understand a lot of people are wondering about where I've been. And look, I'll just be completely transparent. This summer, I'm going to be off a lot. That that was sort of the arrangement I made uh, in order to do the NBA and add that to my schedule, which was pretty busy. But I, come the day after Labor Day, I will be back. And this group will be back. And we'll be here every single day. Hashtag Nuno, hashtag Hembo, hashtag Bubba, and me. And we will have all of the fun taking you through the football season and the World Series and college football and the start of the NBA and everything else that happens all fall long. So I promise, give me two weeks and we will be here every single day. Now, having said that, there's a a couple of things that happened. This is what I like about doing this show, is that there's a few things that have happened that I just feel a need to comment on that we've said. So we didn't even touch on, and I apologize, this doesn't seem like the start of an hour, but it was something we touched on very briefly in the first hour. I was astonished. I'm on my vacation, right? I'm running around and playing golf courses all over the country this, this past week. And at one point, it flashes across my phone, Fernando Tatis Jr. suspended half a year, 80 games for PED use. And my first thought was, I have to be reading this wrong. There's just no way this actually just happened. And so, of course, I read it several times and I realized I'm right. So give me just a a quick, I know that everyone else has caught up on this, but I have been waiting to ask you about, give me 30 seconds on that, because that is astonishing and monumental. He tested positive for an anabolic steroid. Fernando Tatis, who, by the way, has not played a single game this year because he broke his wrist in the offseason in one of multiple motorcycle accidents that he found himself in. So to say that he was already skating on thin ice would obviously be an understatement. This is a player who's currently playing on a $340 million contract. Never in my life have I ever heard a player's executives, his teammates, say the things on the record that, his, that, that the Padres did about him. Effectively saying that this guy needs to grow up. In fact, one of his teammates said, because when they heard like, oh, something bad happened to Fernando Tatis, one of his teammates said, quote, to hear it was that, testing positive, and not a death is somewhat of a relief. It's pretty clear to me. This is a guy who lives fast, and his teammates were relieved that the, the worst news they received was the fact that they won't be with him for the next 80 games because he tested positive for a steroid, and not the fact that he died. That is crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, and, and it's, it's devastating for the sport because he's such a charismatic player. Watching him is uh, in a sport that doesn't have enough of this, like he's genuinely exciting to watch. He's genu- genuinely a price of admission kind of guy. And what I have noticed is not a lot of contrition, right, coming out of his side or the people know the family, obviously because of his dad. The, the, I don't feel like there's been a lot of mea culpa coming out of that side, which I think is also a bad sign. I think you're underselling it. The excuses that he and his father, who also played in the big leagues, have made for him are completely embarrassing. So I might get some of these pronunciations wrong. I'm not a doctor. But he tested positive for an anabolic steroid called 
Klostabal or Klostabal. He, when Tatis, the, the junior, released a statement, he said he took it to treat ringworm. What he did, or what his representation did, was miss Google something. Uh, <laughs> Clobetasol is a steroid to, tweet, to, uh, to treat swelling and itching. Clostabol, which he tested positive for, is an anabolic steroid. So yesterday, his dad did radio in the Dominican Republic and said, actually, it came from a spray that he used to treat fungus from his haircut. So not only are they not like expressing remorse, they have now Googled <laughs> ineffectively twice what he might have tested positive for, and it wasn't even the drug they Googled. Wow, I missed that. That just happened yesterday. It, somehow that I did not. I was busy uh, getting my back treated. That's his story. That's and that's his story, and he's sticking to it. That's his story, and he's that's sticking embarrassing. To it. Oh, so on, this is embarrassing. So we have a young superstar in Major League Baseball who desperately needs to grow up and who desperately needs to get right what he is currently getting wrong. It's an important and interesting story. The other thing, I just—I will just say this briefly. I just heard Christine say in her update, and I had seen it on Twitter during the break, that the NBA has announced they will not play any games on election night this year because they want to encourage everyone to go out and vote and that that is a nonpartisan act on their part. And I want to make clear that what I'm about to say in no way is meant to be um, critical of the NBA for that. It's a good decision. I'm fine with it if you want to go out. But wouldn't it be nice... If especially at a time when we are as polarized, as deeply divided as we are in this country right now and taking wherever it is you fall on that spectrum, having no having nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Wouldn't it be nice if you just had confidence everyone would go out and vote anyway? Mm. Like, wouldn't that be a delight um, if, if at a time when everything feels as important and it feels as though there is as much at stake as there is right now? Whatever it is you believe in and whatever it is you believe you want America to be, it sure would be nice if basketball games weren't something we thought were getting in the way. Like, are there really people in America who are thinking, you know, I would get out there and vote, but the Bucks are playing the Bulls tonight. <laughs> I just can't make time in my schedule around that. Again, I commend the NBA. I hope this does not sound like I'm making fun of them. I like what they are doing. But it is a somewhat sad commentary that we actually have to be concerned that there are people who would vote except, you know, Denver's at Sacramento that night, and I can't miss that. So if I have to stand in line for 45 minutes to cast a vote on the, on, on the future of America, I'm not going to do that because, you know, i got to see if Jokic goes for a triple-double tonight. I mean, <laughs> it's November. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, I'm, I commend the NBA for doing it. I think their heart is in the right place on it, and, and so we'll just leave it at that. But that I have to admit, I heard Christine say it, and that was the first thought that went through my mind. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance, a triple threat of protection with home, auto, and more. Visit Progressive.com. Uh, today is ESPN's Fantasy Football Marathon. So if you put on ESPN television all day long and here across ESPN radio as well, uh, it's, it is a big day where we're encouraging everyone to sign up for ESPN to play ESPN fantasy football and um, and to get ready for the fantasy season. And so we put together a very nice list of five things you need to know before your fantasy draft. This is the time when people are starting to have their drafts, right? I'm, I usually do mine the week before the season begins, but people are already diving knee-deep into that, so we will make that today's green list. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The green list. All right, so today's green list, again, the top five things you need to know before you have your fantasy draft. Here we go. Number five. All right, the first round of fantasy drafts has historically been running back heavy 
with as many as 10 of the top 12 picks being running backs as recently as 2020. This year, the top 12 has only six running backs and six receivers, including record-breaking stars like Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. So this year, what our research is telling you is, if you're thinking to yourself, well, I have to take a running back first no matter what, the answer is, no, you don't. Number four. There are tons of quarterback options now. So so many of them, you can add significant upside with their legs. The gap between elite passers and low-end starters has never been smaller. So the most important thing to look at when you draft a quarterback is rushing upside. There are so many players right now, <coughs> with the obvious ones being Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, but there are quite a few others, right? There, Trey Lance might, I think, fall in this category. Jalen Hurts is a uh, Jalen Hurts being drafted really high. Outstanding. Look for the quarterbacks who are running with the football. So again, I am not a, a fantasy guru. I like asking questions. Does that suggest that someone like Tom Brady, who last year set the record for most passing yards in NFL history, is not as good a fantasy pick as someone like Josh Allen? who threw for far fewer yards and touchdowns, but also ran for a lot. That's exactly right. Fantasy, they don't care if, you, if your team wins or doesn't win, and they don't really care how you get your yards and your touchdowns. So if you can rush for some, you're at a big advantage as a quarterback. Today's green list, five things you need to know about your fantasy draft. Number three. Last year, none of the top five drafted running backs finished in the top five. In fact, three of the top five finished outside the top 20. You got injuries. You got running back by committee. That has lowered the ceilings of a lot of big-time backs, the emphasis should be on either the very few elite running backs or a large number of lottery tickets late. Go running back. They do it in the NFL now, running back by committee. Sounds like this tip is go running back by committee with your fantasy draft. If you can't get the one or two, I mean, how many guys is it at the very top? Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, but there are very few guys aside from those three that you want to invest a first-round pick uh, in for the exact reason that you just read. Okay, I like it. I like these tips. I, I have to assume there are a lot of people like me out there that like to play fantasy football but don't know it on this sort of, uh, you know, on this level. Number two. Number two, wide receivers have been much more consistent at the high end. Draft the receivers. But we still saw a lot of surprises last year. Jamar Chase and Debo Samuel were drafted outside the top 30 at the position. This year's surprises could come from rookies replacing top talent after so many big names were traded. So that points you immediately, among other places, to Green Bay and Kansas City. You got the kid Sky Moore uh, in Kansas City, and you got the kid, who's the kid they drafted uh, in the second round in in, uh, Green Bay that everyone Uh, is so high on? Uh, uh, Watson, uh, that, that people are very high on. So those are two names. You're suggesting those are names to consider high in this draft. Yeah, I mean, look, they're going to be the number one receiver or close to it with legendary quarterbacks throwing them the football. Those targets are going to be there. Now, Rodgers has never thrown the ball historically to rookies, but he may never have been in a situation like the one that he's in right now. Number one. And then finally, number one, the story remains the same as always at tight end with a clear top tier of productive names like Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, but second-year breakout candidate Kyle Pitts might be the guy and be the leader at that position for years to come. The problem is, who's throwing him the ball in Atlanta? Marcus Mariota. 
But I mean, someone's got to catch it. And right. there's and with Drake London right now being uh, fairly hurt there, Kyle Pitts is going to see a ridiculous target share. He had a thousand yards as a rookie tight end. That never happened. All right, there you go. Those are your top five things. Today's green list that you need to know before you get into your fantasy draft. Coming up, there is one collection of people that knows all, and we'll hear what they are telling us next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Um, All right, we roll along here. Uh, Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hambo going through great golf courses of the world after uh, my trip of last week. And we're having a little fun. Delighted to be back. And again, we will be back in full swing right after Labor Day here with you every single day. Greeny live above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. So we just went through a bunch of fantasy notes that come, Hembo, correct me if I'm wrong, from our analytics people, from people like you. Mm -hmm. This is why people shake nerds. Those people. Now we're going to hear from the people who generally know all. And those are the people in Vegas. I find some of these totals interesting. So here are some notable win total over-unders from Caesar Sportsbook. The rebuilding teams, Jets, Bears, Giants. Since you don't have a horse in this race, Bubba, which team wins the most games in your view this year, the Jets, the Bears, or the Giants? Ah, I think that would... Uh... Well, let me change the question. Who wins the fewest? <laughs> Which team loses the most games this year? Yeah, Jets, think, Bears, or Giants? I think the Bears. 
I mean, the Bears are everything I hear. The Bears are just a train wreck. Yes, I was in Chicago last week. The, the fans are not excited. Nikhil Harry's already hurt, but they are actually not the lowest on this list. The Jets are. So the Jets' win total this year is five and a half. The Bears is six and a half, and the New York Football Giants is seven. Now, one of my favorite Jet fans is in the room. Brandon, why are you looking at me like that? Are you suggesting you think it's an easy bet that the Jets will be over five and a half wins? You think that they'll have more wins than Chicago? (laughs) Okay, so he's setting a different bar. He thinks that they will be better than the Bears. I I, I would have agreed until Friday night. Like, all of my optimism went out the window on Friday night. The Jets looked awful. Awful. But you guys have Joe Flacco, and we he's have a Joe. starting quarterback. And let me tell you something. I never would have said, I never would have thought I would hear myself say the words. Right now, Joe Flacco is on the list of things I feel good about with the Jets, or at least comparatively to the things I feel bad about. The defense, in the, in the, in the, when, when their ones were out there, which I know was only a, the blink of an eye, but these things don't count, but they matter, look awful, awful. The offense looks confused. Zach Wilson does not look like he has improved, which is, uh, to me, another testament to the coaching staff not having it. And that's who I'm really worried about. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm not going to get myself carried away after one preseason game, but the coaching staff worries me enormously. I was willing to give them a mulligan on last year. I'm not giving them a gimme. I'm not giving them a two-footer this year. If you know what I mean, From a, if you're a golfer, you know what I mean by that. Not feeling good about it. Next, as far as what Vegas is telling us, the legendary coaches, the Steelers and the Patriots, do you believe that the Steelers this year will be above 500 or below 500, bearing in mind that you can no longer be 500 reasonably in the NFL? I guess theoretically you could go 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one. <clears throat> but reasonably, we all know that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Is this the year it happens? Because Vegas says yes. Vegas has the over-under on Steelers' wins at 7.5. Now, someone tell me, Nuno, I'll come to you. You tell me if I'm crazy. I believe the Steelers are going way over that. I think the Steelers have an upper echelon defense. I think their offensive line can only get better. As crazy as this sounds, I think their quarterback play gets better from what Ben gave them. I think Najee Harris has a chance to be one of those fantasy superstars we were talking about. He is an outstanding player. Their receiving core, even without Juju, I think is top 10 in the NFL as far as weapons. If they get average quarterback play, which I think both Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett are capable of giving them, I think the Steelers are not only above 500. I think they're a legitimate threat to challenge for that division with Cincinnati and I guess Baltimore. I think without Deshaun Watson, I don't put Cleveland in that category, and I don't think we will see Deshaun this year at all. But Nuno, what do you think of that? Well, I think it depends who the quarterback is. So you think no matter if it's Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, they're going to their play. That play is going to be better than Big Ben. I think my thing for them is looking at their their uh, schedule. It's kind of where do they get these wins? that allows you to build that confidence and get them going. I think because, you know, you start off with Cincinnati, New England, Cleveland, you don't know who's going to be the quarterback. Well, we know who isn't. Well, yes, we know who isn't. We know who who isn't. Yes, we know who isn't. But then, and you have a gimme with the Jets, but then you have 
you know, Buffalo. Can't even fight that. You can throw that in. I can't even argue with you. <laughs> you know, yeah, ahead. Buffalo, Tampa, and Philly in the, in a mix of a three a three games in four weeks. So I think it becomes, do they go the Trubisky route and it's they struggle and then they're like, well, let's just see what Kenny Pickett has before we decide what we're going to do next year. I think that's my concern with them. I hear you, but I don't think they do that for a long way. I don't think Mike Tomlin pulls the plug on a season. I really don't. I'll tell you what, if you like Pittsburgh at least having a chance to win their division. I got a tasty number for you, and that number is 10. 10 to 1. Right now you can get the Steelers at 10 to 1 to win their division. The, the, the Browns rank third by that measure, and they're 3 to 1. Let, me, to ask, one. let me ask you about one more. That, that's because they, they are factoring in the possibility that Deshaun winds up playing 11 games. I'm just, I'm, I'm just putting that in relation to what Vegas sees for Cleveland. Like They think Pittsburgh is by far the fourth best team in their division. I understand that, and, and I... I, I well, I understand that that's what that means. I don't understand it. And look, as a general rule, if you are wagering and you're choosing between what do the Vegas Sharps seem to know and what does Greeny think, that's one of the easiest choices you'll ever make in your entire life. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. I fully acknowledge you should go with Vegas, not me. But that's not what I see in Pittsburgh. I don't. I absolutely do not. One more I want, because you did a nice job of cherry-picking a few of these, but you didn't give me the Cowboys. What is the cow- – give me some numbers on the Cowboys for our friend Bubba. Um, after the 17 penalties they committed in their preseason opener, <laughs> what is their over-under in terms of wins this year? And what are their – I know they are – they remain the favorites to win the NFC East, right? But, that's right. But not by a wide margin. Not by a wide margin. I want you to guess what Vegas has as their over-under. A team that went 12-5 and five last year. They went 12-5 and five last year. I'm going to guess their over-under is substantially lower than that. Um, I'm going to guess their over-under on wins this year is... Well, see, I, I'm cheating a little because you put Packers and Chiefs up here. And I know if the Packers are at 11 wins and the Chiefs are at 10.5, the Cowboys are going to be below both of those. So I'm going to say the over-under is nine wins for the Cowboys this season. The over-under is ten and a half for the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Ten and a half. They're, they're just praying they're just banking on, on like the Bubba. division being so bad. Mm-hmm. Or, or they're praying, yeah, they're, 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 that's a bad sign. They're just banking McCarthy can see the scoreboard. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the half. Are you willing to go over on that, Bubba? Are you willing to go over on ten and a half wins for your beloved Cowboys this year? Oh, yeah, that should be no problem. It's a bad number. I mean, that's a, that's a crazy number. Greeny, real quick yeah. with them. Yeah. October 16th, yeah. they play the Eagles Sunday night. By then, Monday morning when we come in here, they could possibly be two and four based upon their schedule and what we'll be talking about. Mm. When does Sean Payton take over this job? Well, Sean Payton, or, I don't think he or, takes over yes. midseason. But does McCarthy get fired and do they give it to Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore? Parenthetically, I inadvertently called Kellen Moore Kellen Clemens on television today. <laughs> oh, nice. And what can only Great be described as not one of my best moments. Um, but at but, least we had Tannenbaum on the show to deflect it. To, yes, because he drafted Kellen Clemens right. in the second round once upon a time I had complete I just I knew it was wrong the second I said it I, as, as as the words were coming out of my mouth I said and Kellen Clemens I knew it was wrong but I couldn't I just couldn't come up with more in the blink of an eye all right I got more of these we'll do some more of these as we go and I want to take a few calls it's been a while since we were here so let's throw open the phones as well at 888-SAY-ESPN that's 888-729-3776 we'll just play what's on your mind Greeny the podcast This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As I look over some of these um, Vegas projections, over-unders from Caesars and all the rest of that, you're telling me that Vegas likes the Cowboys' win total this year as much as it likes the Chiefs' win total. Now, the more I gave that some thought, here's the only degree to which that makes sense. With no disrespect intended, Nuno, the Chiefs don't get to play Washington and the Giants a total of four times. That, that feels like four wins just that handed to you. And let's say they split with the Eagles. The Cowboys are going to come out of their division 5-1. and one. The Chiefs could be the best team in football and not come out of their division 5-1, and one, mm. right? That's right. I mean, I, 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 could, I could see <laughs> – it's probably never happened. I could see every team in that division going 3-3 three and three in the division. I don't, I don't think that's impossible. I think Denver will be better than people are saying. I think the Raiders will be better than people are saying. I think Kansas City will be slightly worse. And I don't have all the faith in the world in the Chargers coach. So I think these teams, I could easily see them all having almost exactly the same record when the season ends. I really could. Give me your top of your head hierarchy for the AFC West as things stand today for you because Vegas has a pretty decent tell-all in terms of the order in which they think those teams will finish. Give me yours. Please tell me they don't have the Raiders last. They had the Raiders last. See, that does not make me feel good because they're usually right and I'm always wrong. But I'm kind of staking my record as a prognosticator, of which I have none, on the Raiders surprising people this year. Like, I think Josh McDaniels is gonna, has a chance to be a really good coach the second time, just like his boss once upon a time uh, in Bill Belichick, his former boss. I like Carr. I think Derek Carr is an underappreciated, really good quarterback. They've got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and, and the tight end. Uh, Darren it, it, Waller. Darren Waller. Uh, that offense should be unbelievable, plus Josh Jacobs and the rest of the backs. Um, and then their defense added Chandler Jones, and I, I, I can't see that team. I understand there's a lot of questions in the secondary is what everyone is telling me, but I can't see that team not being good. And they made the playoffs last year. All those teams are going to score points in the AFC West, that we know. It's going to come down to who can stop anyone. The Raiders have not had a defense that ranked in the top half 
top half of the NFL since they went to the Super Bowl in 2002. No. Chandler Jones is great. It's a bad stat. He's not going to fundamentally impact how good that defense is. I think they're going to get toasted almost every week within their division. Well, that's certainly possible, but those could turn into shootouts. I mean, those could be fun games to watch. If all of a sudden you got the the Raiders with that offensive group in a shootout with Mahomes or Herbert in particular, that could be fun to watch. All right, we'll pause briefly. We continue in 15 seconds. All right, I got some more of these over-unders that I'll get to in a little bit, but we haven't taken any calls in a while because we haven't been here in a while. So I just thought we would get a chance to hear what some of the folks listening and some of the sports fans across America have on their mind. So we'll play a game called What's on Your Mind here at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Bubba, who's first? Yeah, let's start with Stanley. All right, Stanley, you're on ESPN Radio. Stanley, what's on your mind? Greeny, what's happening, man? I got a couple of thoughts on the NFC East. Yeah. I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, but honestly, I think we're going to underperform compared to last year. I'm predicting probably 9-7, and seven, perhaps even 8-8 eight and eight season. I also think that the Eagles are a little overrated. I don't think you can trust Jalen Hurts right now. I really don't. And one of my other random so thoughts who wins is the I division? think the well, Hold on, hold on, Lions. Stanley. Stanley, hold on. So who wins the division? I think Dallas is going to ultimately win the division. Okay. But... I don't know. The Eagles, I, I don't know. I don't right. know. It's tough. The Eagles, Fair they enough. made some good moves and things, but I still don't trust Jalen Hurts. All right, so what was your other random thought? Go. My other random thought is I think the Lions are really going to surprise us this season. They had a lot of close games last season. The players believe in Dan Campbell. I think they're going to surprise us this year. I kind of agree. They also play in a bad division. I mean, I think they're better than – they're not the worst team in their division. I think the Bears are going to be worse than them. So I like that call. And I'm not going to give Stanley a hard time for, for getting the wrong number of games. Like, I have to continuously remind myself that it's 17 now. So to correct that, no one's going to go 9-7 and seven or 8-8 eight and eight this year. But – even I don't remember that all the time. Like there are certain things in sports that when they change, you need to, it takes a while to get used to 17 games is going to take a while to get used to. He made a good point about the lions last year. They lost three games by two points, one game by three, one game by four, one game by eight and one game by nine. Didn't they lose that? Didn't, aren't they the team that lost to Baltimore on that kick that like clanked and went over? Yeah. It's like 60 something yards. They lost the worst games. They lost the worst games. If they just turn around half those, I agree. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but I, I, I think that they will be a, they will be the bet. They will be better than the group of really bad teams in the NFL. There's always a group of really bad teams, and I don't think they'll be in it for a change. Uh, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? I mean, look, I'm not going to give Stanley a hard time for saying they're 8-8 eight and 9-7. Eight and and I'm going to give him a hard time for saying eight. they're going to be 500. That's just a ridiculous <laughs> take. I, I share that. Go ahead. Get him out of here. Let's go to Aaron next. Aaron, what's on your mind? Hey, Greeny. Uh, so... It's August 16th, and I'm hoping you can actually talk me off the ledge. So there's a uh, ton of buzz around Indy with the Colts, and the whole time I've been really thinking they can win the AFC South and and make a run. But after watching that game in Buffalo on Saturday, I'm a little bit worried about the receiver room, and I'm wondering, should I be concerned? Yes, I think if if there's a – Hole is hole the right word? If there's a question mark it, at, and on that team, I think that's it. Here's the good news. I think it's pretty solid everywhere else. That's a team that has – is he the best runner in the NFL right now? I think so. If he's not, he's damn close. Mm-hmm. 
Ryan, I think, gives you the best. Look, I don't know exactly what he's going to be. I like I like Matt. I know him a little bit. I, 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 I believe he has been the victim of a decreasing or declining roster in Atlanta. <clears throat> that offense has not been the same since Julio stopped being healthy. Um, and the departure of Kyle Shanahan, obviously a factor. I like the coaching in Indy. The defense is extraordinary. Ryan gives them a chance. I think they're the best team in that division, including Tennessee. I think Jacksonville, they could improve dramatically and still only win five or six games from where they were a year ago. And who am I forgetting? Oh, Houston. I mean, that's a, a, a also a team that could improve, improve dramatically and still only win five or six games. I like the Colts to be to go into the playoffs with a gaudy record, and then we'll see. Tennessee got bounced early last year. I don't know that I put the Colts there with Buffalo, with the teams in the West, um, maybe Cincinnati, some of the other best. I, they're the worst division, and I think that gives them a huge leg up. Yeah, but Matt Ryan has proven that if he has the kind of running back that he has this year, his teams are going to be really good. This is the best defense he's played opposite in a really long time. And this team won nine games last year with the quarterback that thought he was ambidextrous. They'll be just fine. <laughs> That's right. With Carson Wentz, who threw the worst left-handed interception down by the goal line that we've seen in a long time. You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Cam. All right, Cam, uh, take it away. What's on your mind? Hey, Greeny. Yeah, great to uh, have you back on. Um, now, I uh, was caught listening to Stanley, and he's talking about my Detroit Lions. Um, now, I saw that the over-under for them is 6.5, and and I was looking at their schedule, and, I mean, it looks pretty favorable, and and 6.5 just seems kind of low for me. Uh, What's your take on that? And then one other question, just because uh, if there's two laughing stocks kind of in the NFL, it'd be my Lions and, sadly, your Jets, I'd say. (laughs) Um, But uh, my question is, which one is going to have the worst record? Well, I mean, I think the point you just made – is that you think the Lions are going to have a better record. And if I just called up their schedule, so let's take a look. One of the many things the Jets have working against them is their schedule is brutal. They open with the entire AFC North in order, which is crazy. I mean, after four weeks, the Jets will have played every team in the AFC North. I'm not sure if that's ever happened before. They, they, they actually play each other. December 18th, Lions at Jets. So the question is, who will have a better record when that date comes? Lions play... Eagles, Commanders, so they play the NFC East. That's generally a bad division. And they play the AFC East, which is a good division outside of us. Um, Boy, they have Colts. No, that's preseason. Sorry. can I say I think the Lions are going to have a better record than the Jets? Does that seem like a reasonable thing to say? I would bet on it, too. I mean, the Lions have a better roster top to bottom and an easier schedule. What is the Lions over-under for wins? It's you know? six. The Lions are six, the Jets, and the Jets is five are and a five half. and a half. Mm-hmm. I think I would bet on them to have a better record. I do. That just sucks. All right, give me one more, and then I want to finish up with a few other things. Bubba, give me one more. Who do we got? Yeah, let's go to Nick. All right, Nick, you're on ESPN Radio. What's on your mind, Nick? First on my mind is that it's an honor to talk to you. I've listened to you for so many years, and uh, thank you for taking my call. I think I know you well enough to say if you had to choose between football and baseball where one sport would disappear, you would choose to keep baseball. And with that in mind, I'm going to say hello from Orange County where I grew up and I still live and I love the Dodgers and, and I've watched 40 seasons of them in my mind. I got 40 packed in at least. And this is the best team we've ever had, Greeny. It's unbelievable night after night. I mean, 
it's 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 crazy. It's so good. And watching Freddie Freeman every day, as opposed to just seeing him in the playoffs or whatever, he literally saves a game a week. He wins a game a week with his glove. It is amazing. And every day, Trey has played every game. Freddie has played every game. Our pitching is unbelievable. The guys are personable and are Garvey-esque, if you know what I mean. They're just, it's just an amazing team. And I think with Vinny going down, I really see October uh, with the Yankees in the World Series again, and that'll bring back some childhood memories. I went to some of those games. Uh, second thing is, do not sleep on the Raiders, baby. I'm picking them at 13-3, and three, uh, undefeated in the playoffs, baby. Yeah, and Derek Carr will be the MVP of the league. So, Good call. Uh, well, let me jump in. Out. Excellent calls. Thank you very much. I, I like both takes. Let's, let's, let's focus on both. Bubba, let's lose the music. Let's, let's give them some, some due here. Again, they're not going to be 13-3. and three. We'll repeat. Uh, and, you know, we just all have to get used to there being uh, 17 games in an NFL season. I can address that one easily. I'm on the Raiders bandwagon. I've said it. I said it on TV a couple of weeks ago. I think they're going to be good. If they were in almost any other division, I might. Well, certainly if they were in the NFC, I would put them among the contenders. I think they're as good as the Packers. I think they're as good as... You know, the teams out west, outside of... People are very sold on San Francisco. I'm going to need to see it from this kid to believe it. Look, I do the draft now. So I have studied Trey Lance. He has played very little football. I think he has a chance to be a great player. A great, great player. But if he does it immediately, which this would constitute, then I think that Kyle Shanahan has to be considered one of the great quarterback gurus of all time. Mm. Because this is a kid... Who, what was the stat we had? He, since high school, he has thrown 350 passes? 389 passes in competitive games since high school. Yeah. I, he has played so little and done it at a lower level of competition. He, he, he has the, a chance to be great. He has the, all of the tools, and everyone loves the kid, loves the work ethic. Lo- nothing about him not to love. But he redefines inexperienced when it comes to young quarterbacks. So if he can do it right out of the chute, that would really be something. Anyway, I like the Raiders. Let's go to his take on the Dodgers. Uh, We talked earlier today about the Yankees and how they're falling apart a little bit. It's interesting that he mentions that he's from Orange County, but he's not an Angels fan. Um, So, so that, uh, and I was, because I was out there last week, I was in Orange County, beautiful Laguna. That's a beautiful part of the country. I had never been there before. Oh my God, is that a beautiful place? But that's neither here nor there. Um, what was my question? Oh, Dodgers. Dodgers. Are they? Are is it the Dodgers, and then everybody else, or are I'm just going to name the best teams in baseball: the Mets, the Astros, the Yankees, anyone else I'm forgetting? Are, are those teams on the Dodgers level? They're not, at least not in the regular season. The Dodgers are 80 and 34. The Dodgers are outscoring their opponent by more than two runs per game. The last team to do that in a full season was the 1939. Yankees. They're a regular season juggernaut. They do have two issues, though. The first of which is we learned yesterday that Walker Bueller, their ace, will miss the rest of the season with an arm injury. That will definitely play a factor in October. The second thing is they can't figure out the ninth inning. Their closer stinks. I do not trust Craig Kimbrell at all. And in the postseason, when you know the margins are much thinner, all this regular season success will cease to matter with a one-run lead in the ninth inning without an answer there. So those are my two concerns about the Dodgers. Okay, I think that's reasonable and interesting. Hey, Bob, while I, I've not talked to you, we talked a little bit about your Cowboys. I've not had a chance to talk to you much about your Metropolitans, and I, I believe that... Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they are first in your heart. I, I, I think if, if Bubba w- could choose just one of his teams 
to win a championship in the rest of his lifetime. Am I right in saying it would be the Mets you would choose? Yeah, I would say so. Plus, I've already, plus, I've already seen the Cowboys win. Granted, it was so long ago, but when I was younger, they won, they won three Super Bowls. Right. Um, it was so long ago. I've... I mean, I was alive in 86, but I was not, you know, basically functioning. So I've never seen mean the functioning. You know, in what way were you not functioning? Well, I was two years old. so. But not, you were functioning. <laughs> not. Uh, I'd like to think you were functioning. Uh, debatable. Like I always say, I didn't get to enjoy the Jets winning their only Super Bowl because I was whatever, 20 months old at the time. I was one and change. But Bubba, to be clear, I was functioning. Do we know? I mean, were you functioning? Well, you I've know? had children that age; they function. All right, fine. <laughs> well, I was functioning. I just I, don't, I wasn't old enough to know. Okay, but yeah, I would say definitely the Mets for sure. How yeah. are you feeling about a Mets Dodgers National League Championship Series right now, Bubba? I mean, if you're telling me it's the it's the team that we have currently and everyone's healthy, I feel very confident because I think if you're telling me that Chris Bassett is our third pitcher going in, I feel unbelievably confident. Degrom and Scherzer as a one-two are unbelievable. It just depends on will Degrom stay healthy. But I, I just feel great this year. I just feel it's just a different team, different vibe. Really happy with Showalter overall. It's just just a different, just a different vibe altogether, and just real real happy. Bubba, if I gave you Degrom and Scherzer healthy in the playoffs right now, would you pick the Mets or the Dodgers to win the National League? If they're healthy, I think it's the Mets. I'm sorry, I meant to say Hembo is is what I meant. It, with those two guys healthy. Do they are, are in your opinion? Do they beat the Dodgers in a seven game series? I favor the Mets over the Dodgers with a healthy Scherzer and uh, a healthy Degrom. The one name you didn't mention is Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz is the best closer in baseball, and that's going to matter even more in October than it does right now. And then, how about the American League? Let's finish it up with that. Nuno, right now, Yankees struggling. They've lost ten of twelve. They've been shut out four times in August, but they still have a comfortable. No, no. They have a commanding lead in their division and will finish at worst second in the American League. How do you feel about the Yankee season right now? I'm just glad that like 85 teams get into the playoffs right now because, you know, I'm starting to get a little worried about the uh, the, uh, the Yankees. No, I mean, I was already worried about the fact that they were going to lose to the Astros and the ALCS. But like at this point in time, I don't even know if they make it there. Are you more? What would be more excruciating to Nuno, losing to the Astros in the American League, anywhere they should be, well, I guess it's going to be in the ALCS and all the history there, or losing to the Mets in the World Series, which of those would be more painful? Oh, as a New New York fan, it would be losing to the Mets. So you would rather lose to the Astros than lose to the Mets? Yeah, because I would have to do a Bubba every day, and, and Metropolitan Ray, and all these desp- despicable people. Yeah, I said it. I mean, another Subway <laughs> wow. series would be pretty glorious. Despicable people. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I could have done without that. <laughs> He's so funny. All right, this is fun. Again, as I told you, we've got a few more weeks of, of being away, and then we will be back and better than ever every day starting right after Labor Day. Looking forward to a huge fall. Let's roll on. It's Greenie on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.